Hey, welcome to the Thinking Podcast by Nutribox. I'm your co-host, Michael Brandt. And I'm Jeffrey Wu. And today we're continuing our discussion about the, the axioms of Nutribox. So what are the fundamental truths that we see in the world and that are important to the way that society operates and where things are going in general? And today we're talking about the third axiom, which is that hard work is a means towards self-actualization. So we're going to unpack that and see... What are people who are self-actualized? What do they look like? What do they do? What are some strategies for being self-actualized? But let's let's begin at the beginning and talk about, hey, what does it even mean to be self-actualized? Yeah, and before I get into that, you know, for those watching on YouTube, you might notice we're wearing the same clothes from episode two, but I'm wearing the pinky cap now, so good eye. So we're taping on the same day, and we're, we're talking about episode three. So self-actualization. I think this is one of our more philosophical axioms, right? I think in episode one and two, humans as a system and intellectual ability as the driving force of civilization are definitely more, you know, historical, you know, more concrete pieces of historical evidence where we're making a value judgment um, and like an importance judgment where like I'm not a fundamental believer of like universal ethics or morality, but I think in terms of like how we operate in this world um we are making like hey this is like something that we want to talk about be a part of our lives and i think it's positive for the world and self-actualization to me comes down to you know two main threads one um being able to express myself and communicate with full bandwidth meaning that hey i'm not censoring myself i can really project my ideas into the universe around me and then two retaining the sense of creativity and playfulness. Um, I think we've all have, I'm curious to hear your personal stories about this as well, all have had like this, this experience, I think, especially as children when we're growing up. And you know, for me personally, it's like playing with Legos or building model airplanes. I remember having like, you know, I would buy model Gundams and build them, playing like uh, these Warhammer figurines that were like sci-fi or fantasy characters that I'd build and glue together and paint. Yeah. Um, and it was like very playful, very fun, fully engrossed, wanting to improve my skills and be better. And being able to like fully be in that like playful, creative mindset forever, I think is, and then being able to express that well and communicate that very well is my definition of a self-actualization. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned being a kid, being creative. I think that, that this notion of hard work is means for self-actualization. Another way of saying it is just doing work that you're proud of helps you to understand yourself and to feel good in general. Yeah, It's not that complicated of a, of a notion. And as kids, I think we all have it where we're playing in the sandbox, or we're playing with Legos, and we're creative, and we're impulsive, and we're, we're doing things, and we're, we're doing what we want, and we like what we're doing, and we're not thinking about what we should be doing or what other people are, want it to look like or how it should look like, and we're just, we're just kind of doing it. We're very untrained. That's why kids are kids. They're not, they're not trained, but they're very honest and themselves. And it's, it's like, how do you hold on to that sense of, of play, of creation, of self, while you're also becoming experienced in the world and being told what to do and seeing like best practices and you're learning stuff in school and you're kind of forced to fit into some mold. How do you, how do you get the best of that while also be able to do work that feels unique and personal and stuff, something that you're proud of that we're working on it is a, a way of discovering yourself. Yeah, I like the word impulsiveness. 
and I think maybe a synonym is like randomizing, right? Like it's about like throwing chaos into like a, a, a road system where you can like do something that might be dumb but might be you know brilliant as well. And I, you know this is actually one of the points that actually got good feedback on our initial blog post about this about um, Ashe Modi actually wrote, hey, uh, would also love to understand how you got to Axiom 3. Hard work is a means of self-actualization. While it seems intuitively correct here, there are millions of cases of hardworking people not happy with their lives. Perhaps there is a distinction between working hard and working smart. Right. Here's to get your... Cause, yeah, because you could see someone saying like, okay, I want to be a full bandwidth communicator. I want to walk into a room and just be myself. I want to do all that stuff. Like, you could do that, Jeff, but I don't even know who I am. I don't even know wh who that is. Once I figure out who I am and once I figure out my identity, sure, I can be really loud and confident about it, but how do I do that now? Like, I'm working hard, but I don't necessarily feel like like some, some crazy sense of like self-actualization. Like, what even is that? Yeah, and even I think sort of tying it back to episode two where we're talking about all these road to laborers that are doing physical labor you know some of the you know you know folks that are you know picking fruit on, on in, in our farms in california that's hard labor we're hard. in like luxury yeah that's, compared that's to that. hard compared to what we're that's doing. hard physical labor but do you you know do we think that's really yeah. satisfying i mean and i think i think one of the best pieces of advice i've ever gotten is that everyone's job is hard like yeah. everyone's job is hard I, everybody's job it's hard to be a waiter it's hard to work at a front desk it's hard to be bored it's hard to be challenged it's hard to do this it's hard to do everything everyone's job is hard so i don't think it's i don't think it makes sense to be like oh this is like it's really hard to be doing what we're doing or what they're doing like yeah picking strawberries super hard way harder than what i do every day uh but i think that there's there's this thing of like what's the difference what's the difference between yeah. like hard work and not feeling self-actualized versus the sense that we mean that hard work is a means towards self-actualization and i think that's where the sense of like taking who you are and extending it into the, the communication world, rather than like just consuming like hearing what other people have to say consuming culture everything is inbound and you're kind of like taking it in versus all of these things this impulse this creation this getting getting a sense of you out into the world and and discovering who you are through doing that. I think, like, let's talk about some ways that people can do that because I think, again, there are a lot of people who are working hard at something, but they don't feel like they're necessarily being, like, creative or putting themselves out it's into the world. It's not fulfilling, right? They don't, they don't necessarily feel, like, full bandwidth communication. You can't just go into your job and, like, tell your boss, like, to F off, right? You can't just, like, go and be blunt and honest. Like, you, you can't like, just, yo, like... the product sucks. Right, like, you, we, like, you gotta fix this. You can't just quit your job and write, like, the next right. American novel great american novel like what so what are there's like a difference or like what are some like strategies what are some like things to get going to where to to see this sense of like hard work being a means of self-actualization yeah so i think the the fine-tuning of that axiom would be a hard work that's fulfilling and in, in the two ways echoing back is being able to you know be able to express yourself fully um i think that's you know we're a part of this like social you know agreement social contract as as a civilization as an organization right and herd mentality pulls people back into the norm back into the mean right so it's actually very hard to be able to self actualize by fully expressing yourself um i think you, you have to just do it like i think it's we, we i think one way to like help you know jump over that hurdle is pretend that you're playing a video game character of yourself 
yeah. but it's like less ego tied to like your opinions and being called out being wrong and you're just like hey you're puppet mastering this this jeffrey Wu character this michael brand character and you're gonna say what this character thinks is true and not be afraid of like the pushback yes and then i think i sort of use this trick as i was like improving as a speaker and as a leader to be like hey it's a little bit awkward to like call something out but fuck it like we're, we're gonna say it we're gonna put it out there and then you quickly realize hey like people respect that people i think all have the sense of like what's actually going on if you just can call it out in a logical rational way i think people respond well and you realize even if you're wrong it's not that bad you're like oh yeah i didn't consider I, this yeah and I, I think that's really interesting this idea of being willing to open your mouth and not have to be 100 percent correct this idea of of especially Okay, there, there's this notion a lot of people I think have, which is once I figure out my identity, once I figure out what I'm about, then I'm gonna go really hard. Right. Like once I figure out what I want to like spend my life on, yeah, I'm gonna go totally hard at that. But for now, I don't really know, so I'm just gonna watch Netflix. And like, I think it it kind of works the opposite way around. Where if you're not sure really who you are, then being a full bandwidth communicator, blurting out what's on your mind, doing little creative things throughout the day, like like extending yourself, like like giving a damn, putting your opinions out there. I think what starts happening is through trial and error, there are certain things that you feel really good about. There's certain You start doing things that you're really proud of. You're like, hey, I'm glad I said that. I'm embarrassed I said that. And then what starts happening is you start etching in certain aspects of your personality where you're like, hey, I'm really proud of when I've done this. Like most people don't do this. And then you can start kind of predicting where your impulse is going to go in the future. You can start saying, oh, I'm the type of person that does this. These are like the core things of my identity that I've unearthed because I've been more improvisational. You're randomizing. You're doing right. action. I think the, the key word also here is action. Yeah. Right? You can't theory craft like who, who you, you are. are. No. Yeah. You have to like throw yourself out there and try and do things. And I think I think then some of the way, going back to the, like one of the questions, uh, the question on our on our blog post, which is that like, hey, how do you do this if you're, you feel like you're working hard like at your job, but you're not necessarily getting this sense, I would say that there's still always room for some creativity to like, you're not, not as, not everyone's can go found the next Facebook. Like that's, that's like an impossible thing to do. It's like a, a very difficult thing to do, but you can be creative in other things, right? You can create a, uh, a business on the side. You can create, you can write a, a 100 word piece every morning. You could make yourself take 10 photographs every yeah, day. Yeah, randomize, like and do think, things. And I think what's really interesting is so, so this is actually something I've done is like, and when I taught at, I've, I've been teaching at the Academy of Art at, for a few years here. And one of the assignments that we do is write 100 words a day. So write exactly 100 words every single day. And when when students do that, you kind of have this this thing that's reserved. It's this, this thing that catches ideas. And it's really interesting to see like each person is going to put a different thing into 100 words. Right. And what catches your eye and makes you want to write about is going to be very different from me and from the next person. And then if you just force yourself to do that for a month and then you look back for on that for a month it was hard work but guess what you're also like literally in looking at that you're getting a sense of yourself like 
what what's your sense of humor like what's your attention to detail like what kind of themes like are you do you like do you like things that are that are sad or melancholy do you like things that are that are bold and confusing do you like things that are sci-fi like what what things get you do you like really like characters do you really like playfulness and creativity tying back in here right right and and you don't necessarily what sparks you what what yeah what attracts you i think i think people i think a common thing is like people want to figure out oh what kind of writer am i and then if I figure out like what kind of stuff I want to write about, then I'm gonna go write that that book or that blog post. It's like why don't you just start? Why don't you just start writing blog posts and then figure out which ones you like, and then that's the kind of writer that you yeah, are. Yeah, and if you look at tech analogies of like there's some of the best companies that we've seen in, in in recent history, you know, Facebook, right? It was like Zuckerberg's like 17th project. He had like his right. Wirehog thing. He had like Face Mash. He had like a music thing that Microsoft wanted to buy. If you think about Uber. Uh, Literally, like, Travis Kalanick wanted to hire a CEO to ran, run the damn thing because he didn't want to freaking run it. He didn't, you know, it was playful. They wanted a black car service to look really baller to their friends. And then they were able to, like, that action, like, led them to, like, actually see the demand, actually see the possibility. That playfulness and the ability to be like, hey, hey, what if we, you know, did ride-sharing? What if we, you know, started delivering food? What if we just had automatic car networks, period, and right. unlock this massive, super valuable opportunity? And I think what happens when, when you start playing around is, is something hits, something sticks where you like it a lot or your friends like it a lot or people in the world at large like it a lot, right. and it came from you, and then you're like, you kind of have this realization of, oh, that came from me, I made that up, I'm, I'm kind of good at that thing, let me do more of that. Right. Like that's really resonating. Let me go really long on that. Let me go 110% at that. Let me like keep applying to that thing. And whether it's a side project, a hobby, or whether it's something that you can commit your, your career to, then it, it kind of builds on itself where you've seen that you've made this thing and then you keep wanting to make it and it, it becomes this thing that you want to work hard at. And right. that's, I think, a fundamental thing that that we hold to be true is that you should have something in your life that you want to go like, 110% at there should be something and if not you should be going 110% at exploring to find out what that thing is yeah yeah I, I agree absolutely 100% um, you know I always like to tie things into you know historical or, or philosophical concepts right existentialism start, right. start right starter like you know the notion you have to create your own meaning you know I fundamentally you know am sort of nihilist in the sense that like hey there's no true purpose of life but you got to create it and i think by doing things by putting your ego and creativity out in the world and communicating that is and then playing this you know i think what you mentioned was was great like this self-fulfilling positive feedback loop where you're getting you're doing something you like it you get better keep improving now you you, you slowly become world-class and then and you know what else starts happening is other people who are kind of tapped into the same thing they start to notice and so then you're good at creating stuff other people who are good at creating stuff want to be around you because you're you're fundamentally like like making things happen right i think it's important to remember that the status quo in the world is that nothing really happens right like nothing goes on businesses don't just happen like right. you don't just have you don't just get a degree like like the status quo is nothing happens you actually have to make things happen and it's the it's like embracing We've that seen that at nutribox yeah right? like just physically like as, as personal examples here right like we have to, have to lift like the company into existence like yeah. default is like nothing happens company's dead i remember yeah when we first first launch had 30 something customers, customers. Yeah. yeah we had we had a pre-sales page had 30 four pre-orders 
and we had to pack our own boxes because we had no fulfillment center. It's literally out of, you know, my living room essentially where we're packing boxes. And at, at a point, we were doing like 12, 14 hour days, and because we're doing like hundreds, you know, a month before we, you know, finally figure out how to like, you know, do warehouse stuff. Right. And yeah, the default is nothing. So you get to, and buy. And I think a lot of it is like, we didn't necessarily. We worked hard, but it wasn't necessarily fulfilling, perhaps at the point to be like packing boxes and like putting shipping labels on. But that journey of like right. randomizing and action, getting to biohacking and and looking at supply chains and like talking to interesting researchers and pulling together this awesome right. team that we have now, that's enabled us right. this platform to like be talking to you, be talking to some of the most important regulators to the researchers and technologists working back in today yeah i think it comes from that 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 playfulness of like hey let's like right it felt right to do even though like it didn't scale even though we like left jobs where we were making actual money and then we were just yeah doing, we read google doing, yeah we were just doing stuff for like almost just for fun and, and that was a really cool position to to even be in to be able to like float to to do a startup uh, but it made sense to do that because it's like, hey, there's something there where like we're working hard and it's it's something that we're making. And if we do it well and it resonates, then we earn the right to work hard on bigger problems. Yes. It's like I think in order in order to work everyone. OK, I, I think a lot of people are like, yeah, if I was Elon Musk, I would work really hard. If I was Steve Jobs, if I was designing iPhones, I would work really hard. If I had the coolest job in the world, I would work really hard. But I think what people forget about is like. Like no one's hiring for like CEO of Tesla or something. Like <laughs> the person who's going to be CEO of Tesla is like currently like COO of Tesla, right? Like the the no one's hiring for that. The way to get there is you have to solve like really really small problems. Like you have to figure out like some really basic thing first. Like you have to figure out things that seem like too little, but what you get good at is this sense of like making things happen. Like breaking the status quo and it's almost like it's I like the video game thing. It's this XP like level 1 is like write blog posts or like put stuff on the internet like just put, put shipping put, labels on boxes <laughs> right like do some basic thing like start a start a side company like the thing that you want to do get 10 customers and take them out on boats on the weekend i don't know like whatever your thing is like like do that thing like teach people go walk around your city and and teach people how to take photographs right have people sign up to take photographs and show them around i don't know like have a have a basic thing so have a cool collection build a hot a thing as a hobby like you might have meet someone thing. that you riff with and you have more ideas yep. right like it's like the randomization that impulsiveness that playfulness where you start seeing these things start adding up and stacking up together and then and then it's not running away from that it's, right. it's saying like hey I, yes i'm extending myself i'm working hard in this thing that's out there in the world right. that can fall apart and crumble it can fail it can be judged right it's putting that those things out there but saying like instead of running away i'm gonna double down on it right instead like i'm gonna make this this castle i'm building can get knocked over but i'm gonna make it even bigger like you're not you, you shouldn't worry about it falling because guess what like if all you're doing is consuming and like taking in netflix shows and food and just like consuming culture then you're not you're not having any of that authenticity you're not right. like taking yourself and like like extending it out right when we yeah. think of like great leaders we think of people who like they have their personality but they're also inventing 
cures for diseases. They're starting movements. They're doing interesting things. Like they're, we think like this is one thing we try to do every day on our like on our NutriBox Instagram is highlight people who have done exactly this. People who are self-actualized, right? Like Amelia Earhart. Like she did something. Like she was her, but like she, what she represents is something much bigger than just like an average person's life. Like she represents this like sense. I want to be. I want to fly. There's no woman pilots. I wanted to, you know. I wanted to do something that was impossible, you know, cross Atlantic, you know, do a circumnavigation around the world, right? Like, yeah, I, I, I think that's, everyone should, I, I want to do that. I think all of us should be striving for that. And, it, you know, in whatever magnitude that we can. I, I, think to, I think to be clear, right, I think, you know, some people, and I think we're in lucky positions where we're more able to economically and financially be able to, like, be more aggressive on pursuing quote unquote our dreams. Yeah, but I absolutely. think, yeah, yeah, there are folks out there who, you know, perhaps, you know, you might be listening now where they're just like, you gotta, you know, pay the bills. You gotta do the nine to five to absolutely. pay for your parents' yeah. cancer treatments, or you gotta pay for your kids, you know, save for your kids' college fund. Um, but don't like, you know, I would say to, you know, people in that circumstance, you know, don't give up. I'm I, like, Try to bring as much of that creativity and playfulness into your into the situation. I think you should still feel like you're creating your life as you're living it. You're, yeah. you're creating it. You're living it. You're you're exploring it. You're doing things that you're figuring out what it is that you do that no one else can do. Right. And whether that's at work or on the side or wherever, or, or it's somewhere in the middle, uh, you're you're taking things that you're uniquely good at based on your experiences that you've had. The the things that have hit the neurons in your brain and, and affected you to be who you are. Right. And you're taking that and and you're taking the things that you think are good about the world and you're amplifying that in some way. In, in some sense, you're taking what things that you think are beautiful or logical or really cool and you're, you're helping to make more of those things instead of just consuming those things. And so again, it's not saying like there's no value judgment. I think it's like, it's, it's really cool if someone's in a position where they can go like start a company. I think that's also often like put on like the pedestal of like, like the, the one of the coolest like things thing. that you yeah. can do is like to really like craft something, forge it from nothingness. But that it's like that's that's one way. To that's one way to do it. There's a lot of other things like creating your own life. I think is is just more like writing a writing a book, writing um, Anything, writing your thoughts really. down. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It just expresses the world. I think it's it's sad. I, I I know a lot of personal friends of mine that you know you know not to belittle any any occupation any any pursuit but they're living for their weekends right like right. they do a nine to five they're not inspired they're clocking in and out and sort of waiting right and you kind of have a little burst of energy on the weekend and you you do something that they kind of like but like what are you waiting for like what are you spending your whole life waiting yeah and like I if think you literally I, like look at the pie chart of your life it's like 85% waiting waiting like, for like your friend's wedding invitation your friends throwing a cool party in, in a month you're excited for that and that's sad. I think it's like literally like people are on their primes and they're waiting to die. And I think we're saying this because we've been there, right? This is not like a high, like, oh, like poor people. It's like, I've been there. I think you've been there. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, we're, I think trying to figure out like, how do you get back on the horse? Like from, if you're there, like, what is this sense that you want to tap into where, where you're not there? No, I think that's great that you bring up the personal like feel, right? I think at my... You know, when my first company got acquired by a larger public company, um, yeah, 
I was waiting. I was waiting to vest out my stock schedule, hit you know the one month, one year cliff, uh, because one, I didn't feel empowered, didn't feel valued, didn't feel like any of my hard work that I could be putting into my creativity were being received by you know the execs back in, in HQ that was sort of across country, right? And and I think as someone that wants to do good work, if you're not be able to be full bandwidth communication to really express your ideas and see those actualized in, in the real world, you're not be able to put your full creativity and playfulness into it. I, I got into a personally like a waiting mode. I remember yeah. like, hey, oh, I'm, I'm going to, with my parents to visit Shanghai in Hong Kong in October. Like, that's cool. Like, is. It's yeah, like, yeah, do, 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 waiting for that. I think the, that w- the life that we've been living for the last couple of years is like, even though it's been a lot of like, well, we're, packing, we're working way harder we're, than we've we're, ever worked. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I work way like phenomenally harder now than I ever even could have when I was working at Google. Like there just wasn't even that type of thing to dig into. Like there right. was no there there to really do. And it's cool. Like I haven't once looked at the clock in like two years and been like, oh, like when can I go home? It's like, it's, it's a completely different feeling where it's right. like, hey, I want to... Yes, I knew I need breaks. Like I'm going on a ten day vacation in a month. Like I need. It's nice to have breaks. Uh, there's no denying that. But like, work is is fun. It's like this this sense of like like making things. And uh, again, like not everyone can just jump from where you are to like running your own company. And that's like I, I want to dispel that notion that that's what we're saying that that needs everyone should, that everyone that, yeah. should do. But what I am saying is like find the person that you know who's working hard on something. That person you know who has a side project or their own company or whatever, or writing and a that's thing. That's you. Find, well, find that person yeah. and and hang out with them. How about that for a start? Like that was something that was extremely valuable for me. I know it's part of like what brought us together too when we were initially starting the company. Is like find someone who seems like they tapped into this. Like they you they have a sense of identity because they're a person who's doing a thing and they're like going one hundred ten percent at that thing. Find that person. And like spend absorb time with them. Their, literally just like absorb magic, and then try to like help them. Try to do something. Try to like be like them. Try to make your own thing or help them with their thing, and like and and feel it. Because I think there's this there's this thing that happens where you switch from being like it's four forty five, I'm out of work in fifteen minutes, and then I can go like consume. I can go eat. I can go watch Netflix. I can go like take whatever. Like. I get life will be good once I'm off of work in 15 minutes. You go from that to like, hey, I'm really relishing this. Like, I'm planning to do this thing that's going to make a dent in the world. Let's go. How do I check more boxes and make it more perfect? How do I do better at breaking the status quo? Find the people. Like, there's someone. I'd say everyone knows someone who's Got doing some hustle, yeah. some spark. Like, find that person, and like, you'll find like, yeah, that person might be like, I don't know, more more stressed, more busy or whatever, I guarantee you that person will be happy because that person is, they, they know who they are. They've done stuff. They've laid, they're laying a, a road of bricks behind them and that gives them a sense of who they are, what they build. They have things that they're proud of and, and a sense of who they are because of those things. Yeah. No, I think that's great a tip for, for all of us, right? Don't be afraid to randomize. I think it's very easy to get in a schedule where you're just like, all right, Nine to five, Netflix, boom, boom, boom. Maybe do like a, I don't know. Yeah, a little I bit think, special dinner on on a weekend and and go hike or something. I think part of the part of the other thing is like don't be too fancy or smart about it. Just do something. Like I think that 
it's easy to diss ideas as being too little or concepts as being too little. I think that's like one thing that, yeah, I, I think that's very true. I think I used to be like that. I used to be a very good armchair quarterback and be like, oh, you know, that idea was dumb. Or like, yeah, and I think <laughs> like it stemmed or like, oh, like Snapchat's stupid. Or like, oh, whatever, the sexting app. And I think that stems from insecurity and uh, jealousness. Yeah. Like, you, you're seeing other people like living out their dreams and, and their goals and you're like fuck that like I'm, I, I, like, I, I think it's, it's ego defense to like yeah. tear down to be like oh they're not actually doing something great they're just they're doing some little joke yeah, yeah, of yeah. a thing but I think it's I, I think it's then goes back to what we were saying earlier like you know no one's there's no open position to be like CEO of Tesla or design the next iPhone. Like right. if you want to be solving like the biggest problems, the stuff that wouldn't be trivial, the things that you think are actually cool, take, right. the, take the coolest people that are doing the coolest stuff, like movie directors, politicians, whatever. Um, like if you wanted want to swap into them, think about what they were doing before. Like they've probably, they at some point were doing stuff that looked really, really small. Yeah, Obama's like, community organizing the streets of Chicago. Right. Like, he like, was just like literally point, putting that, you know. Exactly. Like at some point, yeah, like you want to be doing this great thing, but it's like, it's the video game, like you're your own video game character. Like you literally don't have enough XP. You have to do something that seems little, that that seems like like small. You have to do a little thing. You have to pack boxes yourself before you're able to like, like you, you, manage warehouses to pack them for you right exactly yeah. like you earn the right to work on bigger problems but the thing is like the hard work comes first like no one no one is ever going to just give you the keys to like a the really kingdom. intense yeah. hard-working job that requires you to be smart and on and diligent and all the time like you have to earn that by being smart hard diligent on like a little tiny thing that seems like, like baby stupid sticks. and you have to crush it and then you have to crush it and then you have to crush it and just keep doing it like you think like, I, I remember this personally in, in high school. I remember there was one point in high school where I was just, like, messing up. Like, I remember I got, like, the mid-semester report card. And I was just, like, failing classes and stuff. <laughs> it was, like, it was bad because, like, I don't – there was just, like, no excuse, really. I was just, like, I thought chemistry was stupid. Why do I have to do stoichiometry? Like, I thought, like, why am I learning Spanish from this, this dumb lady? Like, why am I – I just, like, this all sucks. And, like, it was teenage interesting. Michael angst. Yeah, teenage Michael angst. And the thing is, I wasn't necessarily wrong. There are better things I could have been learning than chemistry, honestly. Um, I wish I'd been learning computer science, or I wish I'd been learning uh, finance or something, but whatever. The, what my parents and some of my, even my like, chemistry teacher taught me or told me at the time was like, look, like, this is the stuff that you have to do. Look at it as a game. Because, hey, guess what? If you go to a really good college, then you get to start doing the kinds of stuff that you want to do. But in order to do that, you have to like show beyond a reasonable doubt to anyone that you're capable of being diligent and thorough and handling the bullshit because there's always going to be like a, a thick layer of, of like busy work or status quo like stuff society you pulling do. you to the norm you right? have to jam you have to like put like dig dig down and do it and that's table stays like you have to do that in order to get into a good college where you're going to be around other intellectual people and really great professors and be able to study whatever you want but in order to do that you got to like put in the work even if it's not sexy just see it as a game and i think that it, that's true in life too it's like hey yeah if you want to i want to be big shot running a fortune 50 company right like i think we we both want to be like doing incredible stuff but it's like hey in order to do, do that we have to kill it at this level that we're at we have to do 110 percent at this level in order to make it to the next yeah level. like we made it from uh literally like we wanted to hit a goal of like ten thousand dollars a month yeah we hit that now we wanted to hit a hundred thousand dollars a month 
we hit that. Now it's like, hey, we have a multi-million dollar business. How the hell do we, you know, we want to be running a multi-billion dollar business. Right. And like, we're leveling, we're stacking up the levels. I yeah. think it's like, it's damn cool. And, it's, and I think, I think when you mentioned in the very beginning, it doesn't get easier. Right. And it's just like, this, we're working probably harder yeah. in a lot of ways. I think that the, there was this feeling I had when I was like, I don't know, 16, where I was like, I could do a lot of stuff. I could be freaking president. I could, like, wh- who the hell is Steve Jobs? I could do that. Like, this feeling I had, like, I could do anything. I think a lot of people are born with this potential. And they get, their, get that beaten out of them well, by society, right? Get, kind of. Yeah, you yeah. know, you absolutely get it beaten out. And I think that it, but people also sometimes beat it out of themselves because I think you can't go from being 16 years old to just being Steve Jobs. Like, I think, I think your ego wants that is say, hey, I'm smart. I'm good at all these things. Let me do all this. Let me, give me that, that position. Right. And, and then we therefore will maybe try, maybe this is personal. Like, we try to avoid things that seem too little. We try to avoid things that don't feel cool enough. Like, hey, I'm cool. I'm smart. I'm Mr. Big Shot. Why the hell am I going to write a hundred word thing every day? Why the hell am I going to go take 10 stupid ass pictures every day? Like, that's not being Steve Jobs. That's not running the world. Like, why am I going to go pack some boxes? Like, that's, I, that's not cool enough for me. I'm up here. That's down here. And I think getting over that and saying, hey, if you, if you lower your standards drastically for the types of things that you can be creating, the types of ways you, you can, can be being world class at and right. you start owning it. <laughs> right, right, right. Then you can start leveling up. But there's this, like, this sense where you have to have a big ego to be ambitious, but you also have to like, tuck that away and be willing to like, grind, it, grind it up and yeah. not be like, too fancy and just put in the hard work. Like I always, another thing I always think about is like my grandparents. Like, I know my grandpa would like, he had like two jobs. He worked at Bausch & Laum, like the lens company in Rochester, New York. And, uh, and then on weekends, he would like sweep the floors of banks. And it's like, that's hard work. Like, like I, I have a ton of privileges that he never had as like a, he was an immigrant from Ukraine and like he had to do this stuff. He worked super hard. Why can't I work that hard? If I think I'm as smart as Steve Jobs or something like, or smarter, like why can't I also work as hard as my grandpa? Like it's not an either or a thing. Like there's, there's no, I have no right to be too proud to work like, like to not work like 60, 70 hour weeks like my grandpa did. Cause at least my hours, I have like more of an opportunity. I have a more of a sense of, I, I, there's bigger things I can apply it to and I'm lucky because of it, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to work as hard as he did. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's like part of like what the American dream is about tying into, you know, like broader society, what like attracts so much people to this notion of, Hey, like be able to fully engross yourself in something, grind it up, put in that hard work and, and make something special. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a, you know, super, it's a cool story. Like I, I think that, we should all like remember that hey like we're, we're all of us probably are living much much better than a lot of our ancestors and we should be grateful and like applying that same sort of hard work ethic but hopefully at a higher leverage at, at a place where really you know be able to fully ban- you know full bandwidth communicate our ourselves and retain that playfulness and creativeness yeah i'm curious you know you know tying it into sort of just relevant you know culture items today like what people inspire you i think um i think you know i think we have a lot of tech examples but you know it's not just tech right it's just like across all you know creative aspects of society i think we all have like different people that we're we think hey that person's magnetic i want to like be in their universe 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think Kanye West is really interesting as a as a creative force. Like he's just trying to take who he is and extend it into his music and his fashion into his like he's trying to like create this whole universe around him right that's like based off of his ideas and his concepts and he had to start by being a producer and making beats for other rappers like for jay-z and cameron and stuff he had to start off making beats like working for other people until he got his big break and he could be a rapper and then he worked really hard at that he talks about five beats a day for three summers just like working on making the like just doing the good solid work because he like you can see where he's going today he wants to have like an empire but he still did the work five beats a day for three summers to get to a spot where he could get to a spot where he was even in a position to to be running an empire to be like like a fashion line to do shoes to do just be a person to be like modern like royalty to be a person that like anything he does people are like oh interesting like like people people are curious about what he has to do and he's been on the scene for decades right, right. he knows what he's doing yeah i think if you're not familiar with sort of his his trajectory he you know a lot of people are actually sort of hating him you know hating on kanye for like entering fashion entering for sure like aspects that he's not you know quote-unquote expert in like right. he's a, he's a musician stay in music kanye what are you doing in fashion but i think that's like him being able to do that is like again ties back into like our notion of full bandwidth communication he wants to communicate through his fashion and his shoes and, and, and physical apparel. Yeah. Like, and think, he's doing it. You're not going to stop him. Yeah. Like, I think back to, like, the jealous, jealousness. You're not stopping people. Right. Don't stop people. Like, help them. If, 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 you're, if like, I can help a friend make the next Facebook, you know, at, at minimum, I'm probably going to be invited to a cool IPO party, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it's all about putting good karma, helping people achieve and, and work hard at what you know what they want to do yeah yeah someone interesting to me that i stumbled upon recently actually i think mike you 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 showed him to me is this character rich chiga a 16 year, year old indonesian rapper he i was just looking up his background earlier he's homeschooled learned english through youtube yeah and uh and I, he has a viral video where he's you know got you know a, a pretty big rap hit um love to sort of just play it yeah, for you yeah. to give you a sense of you know who is he what he's about i love that this guy is indonesian when i first saw him i thought he was like a kid from the suburbs but i love that he's indonesian that just gives him so much like even more cred yeah you think he's like an american like he's just like a phony but like it's like dude I don't know. Living in Indonesia is probably a hard ass life. Like on, on that compared to like the average American, like like that's actually like street cred if you're from Indonesia. It's, it's not easy. Yeah, you guys, you know, we'll have the link for the full video. Um, but yeah, I, I think he represents to me someone that's like very magnetic because he owns his personality. Yeah, he's a 16 year old kid, and, and his confidence is off 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 the charts. Like. I think there's obviously some like self parodies of, of, of what is considered rap culture, um, but he owns it in a way that's like that makes it his own, right? He's communicating himself in a very, I think, honest way that like speaks to me, and I think it's like, hey, like more people should like in the in the music world, yeah, do more, be more you, right? Like and, be and- the crazy, the most 
authentic, loud version of you. And I think this is why we are drawn to entertainers so much is because it's that very real sense of that we see them expressing it's themselves. It's a superpower of yourself, we, right? To we, be a superhero version of you, of what yeah, you want to be. Right, exactly. But I, I think entertainment in particular is special because it's people full bandwidth communicating. We see it through their style, through their movements, through their voice, through their lyrics. We see like the way that someone is. We see them like becoming something through the things that they're doing. So like any entertainer we like is literally doing, they're, they're working hard as a means towards self-actualization, right? They're literally creating this identity at like in progress. They're not like figuring out who they are and then making it. Like right. they're doing it, they're doing stuff and then they're, they're making it as they're, as they're doing it. Uh, I think a lot of times, like if anyone has any familiarity with like making music or, or doing other types of entertainment, like one of my favorite, uh, I, I've done a lot of comedy writing and there's one documentary I really like with, with South Park, like kind of behind the scenes of how they write an episode. And you think like, oh, you're just going to sit down, you're professional, you sit down and everything you write is funny. But like the actual way that a lot of things, things work is you, you riff, like you think about like improv jazz, like you riff on things. And when something sounds good, you write it down. And that's how, that's how great things are created. That's how great speeches are created. That's how great entertainment's created is you kind of like riff. You don't really know who you are. You, you're just trying things out. And then when something sticks, you go with it. And I think that that's why it was so interesting about entertainers in particular, because there's a lot of really incredible scientists, politicians, thought leaders, business people. But what's interesting about entertainment in particular is just a very literal like demonstration of people like creating playing, an identity, playing, playing, like, playing, cre creating in. Yeah. Yeah. And like projecting themselves. Cause I think, I think that's true to an extent, right? As a scientist, you know, you're not, you're not communicating like your, your impulse. You're, you're looking at the data, right? You're like you gotta, you're not making up your own theory. You gotta like make sure the equations actually predict and, and, and you verify that by your observations or politicians, right? Like I think a lot of people hate politicians is because they're not, they're, they're like zero bandwidth communicating. Right. They're not saying anything. They're right. just like, uh, uh, gotta, gotta, you know, AB test every single sentence right. I say. Um, I think that's a reflection of like, yeah, again, like who we uh, look up to and, 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 yeah. and are attracted but, to. But what, one thing I would say just to like give props to like, you know, all, all these other disciplines in the world, like outside of entertainment uh, and to just to draw some comparison I, is I think you look at like the Golden Gate Bridge or the iPhone or walking on the moon and these are, these are incredible things. And like the average person I don't think knows who architected the Golden Gate Bridge, but you'll know of the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. And that's still incredible. That's still like self-actualization it's not self-actualization doesn't necessarily mean that like your name is plastered on billboards everywhere right. like like it doesn't mean you're kanye west like you can also design and, and do work that you're proud of that doesn't have your name on it like having your name on it is like very i think i think it's one, certain yeah, one, one to, case to, to, yeah. yeah it's one case but i think there's other things that you do where it's like yeah if if you're going into work every day to work on the golden gate bridge you could see how that would that's something you'd want to go at super high leverage right you want to go 110 percent at it you're doing something that you're proud of you're doing something incredible or like i always think of like nasa space command in, in the 60s you're saving like, like millions of minutes per like year probably of, of, like, of people communicating of, of, or, of commuting back yeah, and forth and, and you're making something beautiful and iconic right. like there's that sense of like i'm taking what's beautiful about the world and i'm making more of it yeah and and then you you know who you are because when you go to bed at night you're like i'm the person who does that and then 
and then that's your identity. You're, you are what you do and you're, you're figuring out your identity through the things that you do. And I think, I think one note, one nice note that we could wrap up on is this idea of like, what are you going 110% at? Like there should be something that you feel like you're going 110% at and at Nutribox and when we're thinking about biohacking, we're always thinking about this sense of enhancement. So how do you be better, a better version of yourself? Right. And, and, and I was, I, yeah, yeah, I was going to say like biohacking is that meta tool right. that lets you be, yeah. you know, that 10%, 5% better version of yourself. We have a little bit more, you know, stamina and, and, and creativity and just more memory, more, more RAM to like mix and, and, and remix ideas. Yep. And cause everyone has the same 24 hours in the day, right? When you realize like, you know, a homeless person, the president of the United States, everyone has 24 hours in the day. And I think one thing that we're really trying to do is as leaders is like shine a light on ways of spending those hours right the clock keeps ticking like where you're getting good at the game you're playing like you're putting your hours towards something and that's the thing you're getting good like, at you want to be world class at your nine to five right now if not what do you want to be world class yeah. at like it do everything you can there's no judgment like you got to do necessity is, is real you got to do what you got to do but what are you what else are you doing to kind of like point yourself so that the hours in your day you're spending on this sense of creativity of being impulsive of of making things, breaking the status quo, uh, and then of those things, like go go extra hard at it, and that's where biohacking and enhancement comes in. Is like how do you how do you do more of that? Yeah, no, I think that's great. I guess we could just cut this in. Like, yeah, find us uh, if you like what we're talking about, and you have feedback, suggestions on how we can keep improving, incorporate your questions, and, and answer your questions. Uh, find us on YouTube. Subscribe. Find us on SoundCloud or also find us on iTunes where we have a podcast series that updates weekly. Thank you. Thanks.